Hi, this message is for the wheel nerds, Todd and Chuck. We're going to file an injunction against you. It's going to be $2 million per infringement. You guys got three infringements. If I were you, I would take it off the Internet immediately. Immediately. If you don't take it off the Internet, I'm going to tell you guys, I'm promising you, I'm going to sue your ass. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 209. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. And we went to AIM Expo. Oh my god, I got to go to a freaking show. We went to AIM Expo. We went to AIM Expo. In Vegas. 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 Uh, hmm. Vegas. What? I had, I had, AIM Expo was really cool, but I definitely had some mixed experiences in Vegas. Okay. Yes. The, the ramen joint you sent us to, fantastic. Oh yeah, did you go Thumbs to the ice up. cream place? Uh, no, did not go to the ice cream place. They were uh, not my kid friendly. They had like peanut potentially goop on things. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's no good. I don't really want to kill my daughter. Even if the ice cream's good. That seems counterproductive. Yeah, at least make more. <laughs> I can't actually, as it happens. Oh, that's right. You can't. No, no. So, so thank God up, for that. Thumbs up on the ramen. Yeah, it is a good place. Thumbs up on going to the show. Yeah. Getting my card stolen. Thumbs down. Yeah, I got home and my debit card stopped working. And they're like, yeah, we got a fraud alert on your card. I'm like, the fuck? I go and I look and there's a whole fucking bunch of charges to like sketchy online shit somewhere. Like somewhere I swiped that fucking card. Someone it got stolen. It. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my have, I have a suspicion incidentally about that. I didn't do it. I don't think you did. Oh, thank God. I think I know where it happened. Okay. I think it happened in White Castle. What? In Vegas? Yes. Because I still haven't seen a White Castle charge on my card yet. Oh, uh, did you actually pay at the cashier or did you pay it like I paid was, at the cashier? Was there some dude saying, Here, man? No, I paid at the cashier. But uh yeah, so that was uh I I have I have suspicions. Oh wow. I have a theory. So how how did you think the White Castle in Vegas compared to White Castle where you're from? I I I don't have much to compare it to. I think it was incomparable. Okay, so you gotta we gotta set the White Castle thing in context. Okay. So there I am. We've just done the podcaster round table. And okay. the Nokomoto guys and I have been just knocking back beers at this point. So I've had rather a few. Uh-huh. It's like 1130. And so I haven't eaten in three hours, which for me is like a fucking long time. Uh-huh. And they're like, Steve and uh, Wes and uh, Crash are like, let's go get some White Castle. I'm like, fuck yes. The rest of you go off to get high, I guess. I don't know. Or sleep. I um, think I passed out. I'm pretty sure I passed yeah. out. So, so we're like, I'm like, okay, we go get some, some food. What do you think? And they're like, let's go to White Castle. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be like three blocks away. Whatever, we'll go get some food and come back. Not three blocks. No, <laughs> it's way on. No, the other it's fucking end of the not. <laughs> so, it's so we get we get in an Uber, and I'm beginning to get a little nervous at this point. <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. It gets on the fucking highway. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, what the fuck it's is far. going on? Yeah. So we drive for <laughs> 25 minutes, and it's they, we stop in this alley next to the Las Vegas White Castle. This alley is like fucking like Batman crime alley. Seriously, like it looks just that, like that. <laughs> yeah, because they can't park on the strip. With sure. The yeah. It's... So you you pile out in fucking crime alley. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I'm just I stand as close to the large people around me and the you know the, the military guy with all the tattoos as close as I can. And I just sort of like I'll shuffle in with them like. Fat, Wait, chubby. which guy was that? Crash. He's skinny. He's skinny, but he's fucking ripped. Uncle Sam makes him work out. He's not that ripped. He's not. He's not huge like you. But anyways, he's so gangly. Yeah, okay, gangly then. <laughs> anyway, I'm following all these larger than me people in. And I'm I like, crash. this is fine. I'll go with this. 
So we go into the White Castle, and of course, the White Castle in Vegas, it's like this tiny, skinny White Castle. And like mm-hmm. where the tile ends, it looks like somebody drew the line. Like mm-hmm. they, they took the chalk and they're like, my side, your side. Mm-hmm. One side is White Castle. The other side is like a gross, broken dreams off strip casino, which is weird because it's on the strip. But it's on the north end of the strip. Oh, okay. It's the, this is the lesser end. I, the old I, strip. Okay. Yeah, but so this place is this place is fucking disgusting. Like like <laughs> yeah. all the old people with broken dreams, you know, sitting ten feet away from you while you sit there and eat your fucking White Castle, which by the way is gross. The White Castle is gross or the old people is gross? Yes. Oh. So so you know, I have to go to the bathroom. So I get to walk through the whole casino because that's how they set them up. Uh-huh. Go to the horrible bathroom, come uh-huh. back through the horrible casino, uh-huh. sit down at the White Castle. We're like, okay, time to go. Then it's time to get an Uber. Hey, you know the interesting thing about Ma- Vegas? What? It's fucking mobbed up. So yeah. if you're in the, if you're in, if you have a, if you are a taxi driver and have your uh, medallion, then you can go to the front doors of the hotel. Ubers do not get to go to the front doors of the hotel. Yeah. So we proceed to go over a bridge on a moving sidewalk through a literal fucking maze through the Venetian and out into a sketchy parking garage. It is now about 1 a.m. I told my wife I was not going to be out late drinking. <laughs> now, in fairness, I've not been drinking for two hours at this point almost wow so uh we pile into the uber which then takes you know another half hour plus and on the way back i got the the, the terse text from my wife like you could be in any shape to do anything tomorrow because we're supposed to go hiking and i'm like oh yes i have a story about white castle to tell you <laughs> and like i can hear her being mad through the phone oh <laughs> but once i told her the story she thought that was pretty damn funny but yeah so white castle on the strip is really fucking far well, that was Friday night, right? That was, I think, Friday night. I think I went to bed. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't remember a lot. Really? Yeah. Are you are you saying that you were you were possibly not in a, a fully functioning frame of mind no, while we were there? I was I was totally functioning. What would give you <sighs> that idea? Okay, so I'm here with Andrew of Gators Eyewear. And we're standing in front of a custom motorcycle that you guys had built by Paul Jr. Designs, right? Right. What's the name of the bike? We haven't named it yet. That's a, something what? we still have yet to do, right? <laughs> Why did you dump so much fucking money into this giant piece of shit? Uh, well, first off, it wasn't a lot of money. And second off, it's anything but a gigantic piece of shit. If anything, it is exactly... It's black, right? It is black. Totally a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Right. Why is the exhaust pointed I forward? like black. Why is the exhaust pointed Pointed forward. Because uh, we want to do something different. Give it a different look. Give something people to talk about. You know, make it look different than anything else that's out there. So why not run the exhaust into the rider's asshole? Because that's about as comfortable as that seat looks. Oh boy. Well, uh, that I have you sat on it? Yes. yes. What's it feel like? Well, why don't you? Can I, can I sit on it? Yeah. Why not? Really? All right. You weren't even nice to him, and he said yes. I know. Row. Break it. You buy it. I'll give you a buck fifty. What's funny is me and one of the other podcasters on our show came by yesterday, and he was like, can I sit on it? And one of you guys was like, fuck you. I did not say that. That He was you. It was you. You said no. Yeah, I I did not say any other thing. My version is better. I mean, and possibly heartfelt. It's okay. Well... A little bit. <laughs> you know. I, can you take a picture of me on a bike? Can I message it to my friend as long as he doesn't publish it? All right. Because he's just going to lose it. Literally come back and kill you. <laughs> awesome. 
All right, so I'm sitting on a Paul Jr. Designs bike, and wow, that's all metal. Ugh. Okay, so I'm stretching. I won't drop it, I swear. Yeah, you're good. I'm promised. I okay, so it's a. Uh, actually, could you hold that? Yeah. Okay. You're good. No, he doesn't think you're funny. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he thinks I'm funny. I think I'm funny. So are these controls? Do these do things? Yeah. So there's, okay. They're, they're fun. Well, some of them are more of aesthetics, but we got we know, there's, three, there's some functional. Three buttons on each handlebar, which I guess is turn signals, a start. Yeah, one starter, one, uh, both of you, yeah, obviously, your, your blinkers, turn one signals. One Paul didn't even know. One Paul didn't even know. One of them's for the rocket launcher that you can't even see. What? So. That's why the exhaust is pointed Yeah, forward. exactly. The, the, the potato, potato launcher. Can. That's right. You called it the potato can. This hurts my back so much. Oh, so much yoga no, needed. There we go. Hating every moment of it. Moshe is riding right now. Like literally, the seat pan is just the metal thing with holes for me to pee through. Pretty much. Yeah. I only rode the. Now you sat on it. Wow, you are hipster incarnate. That's amazing. What's your name? What's up, Clark? Jared. Jared, that's yeah. that's even a hipster name, dude. All yeah, right. I love. What do you do? You use Brill Cream? What is that? It's natural flow. It is. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. I'm not even gay, but you know. Dude. Whoa. We're Vegas. We're getting there. All right. <laughs> what happened? A couple more beers. <laughs> Vegas. I'm okay. All right. So. Is this a symbol for Gators? Yeah. Okay. And, and then he puts his own prominent symbol. Oh, I left sweat stains on it. I'm sorry. That's all right. We'll wipe that. It's gonna take more. Yeah, it's all good. I'm, all good. I'm from I'm from Southern California. There so is. Are we? we got something in common. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, oh, your car's bad. Okay. Yeah. I'm from Chula Vista. Nice. Yeah. Or okay. Chula whatever you want to Chula call Chula exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm born and bred. So have you had the chance to write it? No, no. Okay. That's one thing we haven't done yet. Um, we're transporting it later today. So, uh, so were you involved in the build process at all? That's yeah, all behind lock and key with Paul. So, really? Yeah. So they don't have you go out there like on the TV show and they're like, "Hey, look at my thing." No, we we talked about some thoughts. And then, you know, and then Paul and, hits yeah. you with a chair and yeah, screws right, at exactly. you to get out. No, yeah, yeah. No, not no. Actually, you know, Paul. Paul's a. Quite, quite a nice, quite a nice and genuine person. It's, it's kind of crazy. He seems pretty chill. Yeah, yeah. For someone who's like, you know, uh, celebrity status, he's just a just a relaxed dude. All right. So, you have this ugly monstrosity in your booth. What are you about, company-wise? What What are you hoping this horrible pit of despair? promote for you so you know oh, or promote who you are so for, for us because everything you said is, is great because it's the exact opposite of what this is <laughs> so um no yeah uh, you know our, our our company's been around for uh, just shy of 30 years so is it sunglasses sunglasses okay yeah. so we you know initially when we uh, introduced the line we got into the two-wheel uh, industry two-wheel power sports we were into you know the glasses were designed to be ridden you know to be uh, to be what you're wearing when you're riding a motorcycle so from there we've had the the absolute honor to be able to work with the uh, the men and women of our armed forces. Okay. Uh, we do a lot with the military, with the special warfare community, um, skydive community. We do a lot with them as well. And then we 
decided, hey, you know what? 30 years, everything evolves, and we've basically made a full revolution. Now we're coming back into power sports and making a statement. So what's a set of sunglasses for, for riding? You're looking between 160 to $200. I mean, show me one. I'll show you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm asking price-wise. I've got to be a little more specific. Did you say $120? 100 <laughs> Yeah, close. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I missed one, that. 160 to 200 160 to $200? Hey, handmade in America. And all handmade by what? Magical fairies? Yeah. Are they naked? That I don't know. I can't answer that. That that that's really that's what this deal is riding on the two hundred dollars if they're negative. Right there, so. so let me okay, let me check this out. I'm more scared about handling these than I am the bike. No man, those things are built to last. These glasses actually look really cool. Where do you make them? Uh, Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, okay. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. I like how thin they are. Fully adjust, very thin. You can make those tighter, looser to fit your face. Do you do prescription? We do. Really? The ability to do prescription, yeah. Well, how, how much does that add to the cost? Uh, there's a couple of factors that depend on that. What kind of lens you want, how strong your prescription is, and you know, a couple of variables involved there. What do you think, Jen? Uh, you know what? I'm over here talking to Sam. Sam Hi, works Sam. for Andrew, and Sam is awesome. Say hello. Hi, I'm Sam. Hello. We were talking about what what is my favorite topic? Oh yeah. Women who work in men-dominated <laughs> industries. <laughs> and I love Sam because she's she gets it and she's super has a sense of humor about it. You know what I really like about these sunglasses so far is I could just close my eyes behind them and take little micro naps. You know that you love this topic. This is your favorite thing. <laughs> Wait, are you asleep right now? Chuck, Chuck, wake up. Wake, wake up. <laughs> Why? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Flashbacks. These are actually, do I look like an asshole? No. Do you look like an asshole? Yeah, does this make oh, me look like an asshole? Oh, does it make you look like an yeah. asshole? Oh. No, actually, I really like those glasses on you. Really? They match your, they, they match your face. They, they match my My face is round and fat. This does not make your face look rounder and fatter. I actually like the way it, these things... It actually makes Wow, you I've left all kinds of crud on these. more slender through there. I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I'm, I'm cool, man. All you got to do is, you know, one, if you shower... I'm sweaty. Day, that'll take care of that, you know? <laughs> so just recommended, right? I... But that costs money. Are you, but, 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 why, why are you sweating? Why are you nervous? Huh? You're sweating. Why are you nervous? Oh, but I've been out just riding bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'll say. Also, you're a really good-looking man. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you, man. So, one, 160 to 200, for, and these are, like, more the, the riding style. Yeah, they're all, they all have a higher base curve, so they're going to wrap a little bit closer to your so face. Be beneficial what your makes your sunglasses way different than, like, the $20 Maxes I could buy? The uh, fact that they're all made from aluminum. That's the big difference oh, okay. between us and everything else. Most of the can I get them made of titanium? Um, no. <laughs> no, so yeah, actually, people have asked us out of the past, and this specific grade of aluminum is very unique because of its durability and as well as adjustability. Titanium. What do you mean adjustability? So you can take these. Ah, there you go. Gotta be smarter than the case. Yeah, I know. If you take these, you can make them tighter. Or looser. Oh, that's cool. cool. Okay, I always end up breaking my glasses when I do that. Yeah, no, that's one of the cool things about them. That, that really is the biggest uh, biggest difference. You could just bend them at will. To, okay, that's cool. Impact resistant. Impact. All made in America. 
vaccinated. You keep saying that like it's something I care about. I don't. It's like one of those oh my things God, you totally big... care about Made in America. No, I don't. I, I like what, when Chinese people are oppressed. Okay, this is why people Downtrodden. Downtrodden. Oppressed. See this crying. I want my manufacturing buildings to have suicide nets. I haven't even had alcohol yet today. I don't even know where this is going. Big suicide nets. I got a lot of issues. No. Um, So I'm still here. What? I'm still actually really kind of cooled out by these sunglasses. I know. You probably need to get some. They're $200. Oh, you need to get Todd to get you some. Okay. <laughs> or do you want to advertise on my show? Then maybe we can work out the deal. <laughs> There's a plug there somewhere, right? <laughs> we, do, we do offer advertising sponsorships. And you can have charming people like me talking about He's it. like, oh, and I would have to talk to you again? You suddenly lost All it. All the time. You can have Sam talk to us. Sam, right? Yeah. But no. But no. <laughs> She's like... Okay, you can have Jared talk to us. Jared's out. He, he took his... He's looking for the floor manager. Oh, gotcha. Well, then you're fucked. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. So any other glasses you, that you think is super cool, or is that, like, pretty much represented? That's it, right there. We All right. Was, was the, 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 the best of the best. All right. That's very cool. Well, thanks for talking to me, you man. You got it, man. I appreciate it. Have a good awesome. day. Wow. Um, hi, Chuck is mean, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Not high. Oh, right. Sorry. It's Vegas. It's legal there. I was tired. Uh-huh. I was tired. Sleepy. I was cranky. Mm-hmm. Just had to go take a nap with the door closed. I've been test riding bikes all day. Yeah, yeah. I was so, still test riding at that point. I was done. Okay, so so um, now that they've heard that ridiculous interview, let's talk bikes. <laughs> well, I this is what yeah. I want to talk about. First. Okay, let's start. This is the first time you've been to one. Of these. Yes, it is. Tell me about it, because dude, I've been to a bunch. Dude, I've been I've been to a bunch of trade shows before, not like motorcycle trade shows. So yeah, like, you they're know, boring. Like, yeah, they're boring. Exactly, <laughs> they're fucking boring. This was awesome. You were like giggling. I was like a giggling. I was I was having so much fun. I'm like, mm-hmm. finally, I'm in a trade show and there's all these people and all of them just want to talk to me about motorcycles. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, but I can fucking talk. I know. <laughs> you know. I know. <laughs> Most of Chuck's Chuck's strategy for a lot of this thing was just wind Todd up and let him go. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. The recorder's out. Yep. Stand clear. Yep. No one was safe for me in that recorder. No. They one. were a lot more open to talking this year. Than, yeah. Than yeah. previous years. Some of it is I didn't fucking ask. <laughs> All right, so I'm here at Givy with Noah, looking at luggage because that is what one does at Givy. How's yes, it going, sir. Noah? Very good. How are you? Doing good. So, um, talk to me about what's new with Givy these days. I mean, I've got an old like E52 that is from the dawn of time with a broken off corner because that one corner that always breaks. Absolutely. So we've got. I mean, we still do the polypropylene cases, the yeah. plastic lens, you know, uh-huh. black, red lenses, all sure, of that. Sure, as as is required by. Certainly, right? And they're still producing, so the V56, the V47, mm-hmm. those are going to be the updated versions of those type of cases. Okay, um, all right. Mono key, mono lock, we still have the two different styles. Okay, so what, what's 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 the distinction between the two? Because I'm always, other than like the parts don't quite fit. So it's actually, it's going to be the mounting, and then with the mono key, you have three points of connection. With the okay. mono lock, you have two. Monokey ah, okay. was designed for more touring and adventure bikes. Sure. Whereas the monolock cases are designed mostly for scooters and smaller CC bikes. Gotcha. Okay. About five years ago, they started to branch off into the aluminum cases. Okay, like these. The most big popular ones case on the that we here. have, by far, the, the Outback, really? the Trekker Outback. Okay. 
solid machine stretched and cut aluminum. Everything mm-hmm. else is hand riveted onto them. Gotcha. Um, they still, to this day, they are a nonstop stellar. We have a hard time keeping them in stock. Huh. Last year, we came out with the newest line of the aluminum cases, the Dolomites. Okay, which is a top case type of... Well, this is oh. an outback here. Oh, I see. So oh, the, the black finish. Ah. Um, they'll come in silver or black like, like the outbacks. Mm-hmm. But you don't need specific mounting hardware for those like you do with the Outbacks. If you want to get a set of Outbacks, you get Outback side racks for it. Oh. Those are the only cases you And your regular Givy stuff you've already got from previous owner or whatever won't yeah, work. Exactly. Ah, clever. You buy the Dolomiti cases, they come with a modifying kit. You, mm-hmm. you modify the top adapter, you're good to go. Boom. Yeah. You're good to go. Okay. One of the newest things that we have been doing, because we've got the tank lock system. Sure. And everyone's a big fan of the tank lock system. That's that but thing goes around the... That's it, exactly. And then it clicks on there, and you got the little pull lever on that. Mm-hmm. Well, this year they started putting locks on. So now you can lock your tank lock bag to your tank lock ring, walk ah. away from it without any kind of So if they want to steal your shit, then they have to just actually steal the shit, not Absolutely. the bag. And not They don't get a handy carrying case with their theft. That's it, exactly. Okay. And one of the cool things is that it uses the same security key as most of our cases. So... Say you had the three cases. Mm-hmm. Say you had the toolbox, which we introduced last year. What right is... There. Oh, my God. There's a toolbox down in there. It'll tuck right in there. Yep. Right Underneath there. the case on the non-pipe side. So now you've got four. Then you get a tank locking tank bag, uh-huh. right? Five keys. No, one key. You can put in... You get a, an SL-105, a five-cylinder set. One key for all five of your toys. Good to go. So will you, do you sell, like, monster sets for... Let's say, you know, totally hypothetically, I had three bikes with Gibby shit all over them. Um... Can you buy a set of locks that would be one key for all those locks? Unfortunately, or is it, no. Five no, is five is five the, is the max. Yeah. Five would be because six would be too many. I guess. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, how much luggage is too much luggage? And apparently, the answer is six. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Which I at, would have expected Givy to say there is no such. At thing. this point, apparently. Oh, okay. At this point, gotcha. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So. So you got the tank lock that locks on, got those on there. So i got to ask you, and this is an important question, mm-hmm. for which I need your expert opinion. I got that old E52 from an old touring bike, yeah. and I got a little Vespa. Is that going to be too much on the back of the Vespa, you think? Like, I'm going to be chased by a UFO, it looks like, or I think it'll work? It's going to be a little bit big, uh-huh. but... I mean, you, I, you can make it work. I've, I've seen, you know, the smallest of monolock cases on an adventure bike, mm-hmm. and I've seen our largest of cases on tiny little scooters. Wow. Yeah. It's it's what you're comfortable with. You sure, know? sure. But we have the hardware to make it work. You heard it here first, folks. We have the hardware to give you to make it work. We have the hardware to make it work. Awesome. There's a will, there's a way, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks, Noah. My pleasure. You know, let it let it be known. I mean, like, um, take for instance. So in in the back there was that um, there was a, a custom builder, Roy's Toys. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this really cool bike there, and uh, he was cool enough to let Rose sit on it. Really cool custom bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, without saying a word, I just fucking pulled the recorder out and started talking to him. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Todd? I'm doing good, Roy. So tell us, tell us about this bike here. So we had to stop, by the way, for this bike because Rose saw the bike, came across this floor with drool coming out of the corner of his mouth. Um, tell, tell us about the bike you got here. So this bike started off as a 79 Harley-Davidson Ironhead shovel. Uh, got approached by an organization called Warrior Voices. So Which is etched carefully into the seat. We'll have lots of pictures right. online. So the, the format behind this was, let's build a, a, a benefit bike instead of just going and buying a bike and try to raffle it off. Sure. And then the proceeds were going to benefit veterans 
you know, active and not active mm -hmm. because, you know, depend on, on their physical ailment, sure. this pays for training for voiceover work. Mm -hmm. So they pay, to, they pay to train the vets so we get the vets back in working in society. So give, give them kind of a means to an end. Sure, sure. Teach them to fish as opposed to give them a fish type of deal. Absolutely. So we took this grenade and then the microphone and then we built, typically you would do the seat last. Mm -hmm. We built the seat first and we built the bike around it. We had the idea, hey, let's take the two. You look at the microphone right here mm -hmm. with the grenade. That was the concept. All part of the deal. That was all okay. part of the deal. So we've been, uh, we've traveled around. It was in uh, American Iron about six months ago. So it was featured in that magazine. And nice. uh, just getting it out and, uh, you know, doing some exposure on it. And uh, and so if people if people want to bid on it, where do they go to bid on it? Yeah, I, I actually bought the bike. Oh, you did? Okay. So I own the bike, but if they if they want to they contact. They can't. <laughs> yeah, they can. But if, if anybody's interested, they can contact us at uh, RoysToysCustoms.com. All right. Uh, or they can call me on my phone, 720-624-6016. Um, and I'm happy to talk about the bike. Or if somebody's got an idea and they want to do something in the future, just let us know. Okay. Cool. Roy, thanks for your time, man. Thanks, Tom. Nice meeting you, sir. So Roy's, Roy's been at this a while, it seems mm -hmm. like. There was not anything about that bike that was not like exquisitely customized. But despite that, it actually looked like you could ride it, uh -huh, which a yeah. lot of the customs don't look that way, as you observed. <laughs> I am getting my ass kicked. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. As I'm finishing up this interview, I look over. I notice that Ro is talking to this uh, this chick over there. He, I hear him go, wait, you built this? And I was like, <laughs> attack interview, take two. Dun, uh -huh. dun, dun. All right, so I'm here with Nikki and the purplest and blue. Wow, Nick, Nikki, hi. Hi. I'm sorry, I'm flabbergasted by the bike. <laughs> so, Nikki, you're a you're a custom bike builder. I am. Okay. All right. And so, uh, what's your what's your uh, group's name? Roy's Toys Custom. Oh, okay. So you're also working with Roy then. Cool. Yeah, I'm his daughter. Oh, okay. Oh boy, it's catching. It's genetic. Yes. Okay. And my so my kids are involved as well. Oh man. Oh, it's just it's infectious. Okay, so tell tell us about this uh, this bike here. So I built this bike for the Michael Lichter show last year, Old Iron, Young Blood, where you had to be under 35 to be invited, and okay. I was one of 40, but one of five female builders featured. Yeah, it's, it's, I was going to say the immediate thing that sprang to mind is like there just aren't a lot of female custom builders out there. No, there really isn't. And so I built the bike based on my favorite number 13. My birthday is February 13th, so mm -hmm. we have 13 spoke wheel, incorporated mm -hmm. 13 into the oh, design. Yeah. It's all based on tattoos that I have. My seat is actually a tattoo I have on my stomach. The lace is from the lace in my arm. Mm -hmm. And oh, I wanted, neat. I'm a girl, I call it glitter, even though, you know, I know it's metal flake. I went to the powder Yeah, cutter. whatever, it's 100% glitter, and I'm calling it that yeah, for the rest of the show. Absolutely. I'm probably gonna get in a fight because of that, but that's absolutely. okay. Absolutely, and I told him, I was like, when you think you've added enough glitter, add even more, and he goes, Nikki, Solid. honey, it's metal flake. I said, I'm well aware, but I'm a girl. Mm -hmm. it's, it's glitter. glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and it flips, it's a chameleon powder coat that goes from teal to purple. Yeah, depending on where you're standing, that's really neat. And the seats all um, actually mm -hmm. tattooed. Like there are other seats that we have done; those have been hand tooled, and this is actually tattooed. Okay. So now, so now, what was the bike originally before before you began working on it? It was a frame. Oh, it was a frame. Okay. Yeah. So it's a custom motor, custom frame. Yeah. All right. Is this bike available for sale, or is this yours since it's got all your tattoos on? It's mine, but you know, money talks. Uh huh. <laughs> like every custom builder. Well, it's for sale, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So okay. So I got I got to ask you the question, which is not about the bike, but. You mentioned, and 
there aren't that many women custom builders. Why do you think that is? Is it the history of the sport? Is it that, you know, like... The history, the stigma, I think, more that women can't do stuff as well as men. And, yeah. you know, women can. You know, we have smaller hands, so, you know, it's easier for us to work with the motors and stuff than Man, it is for... Man, I <laughs> Than it is for males. Um, but, you mm-hmm. know, it's just... I think a lot of women just are afraid to get out there. Mm-hmm. And sort of like a cultural inertia sort of thing? Absolutely. And even my daughter, I have two boys and I have a, a daughter, and she's like, well, girls aren't into motorcycles, girls aren't into cars, and I grew up doing both. So, you know, say, uh, has and, she not been looking around the house right, much? And like, she, uh, she's a big fan of Jody Perowitz, you know, for art and everything, mm-hmm. so, you know, she's met her and, you know, seen other women that have been successful and, you know, have the passion as well. It's been great, you know, it's the biggest influence you can be for your kids. Cool. So does it feel like it's turning around to you? I mean, are, there, are you seeing more and more female custom builders? Um, yeah, you know, I w- met five, mm-hmm. I w- four last year, okay. um, and, you know, through the power of social media, you know, mm-hmm. I've met tons more. It's just, there's not that many that are out there publicly yet. Yeah. They're making, wait, they're making custom bikes in secret? Well, Is they, that a thing? <laughs> Does that work? No, like, they're, like, more women riders are, you mm-hmm. know, starting to do minor customizations. We have a few women clients back home that, you know, want to change the paint or they want to change powder coat color, mm-hmm. you know, just simple little changes so sure sure very cool that is it that is a it is it is the glitter bike it i'm is, now incapable of thinking of anything too, else if you want to check that out on oh the we're side. totally checking that out thank you nikki thank you so the most important takeaway from the nikki interview is this chuck whenever you see someone with a fancy custom bike with metal flake paint glitter 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 as, as confirmed by an actual professional custom bike builder, it's called glitter. <laughs> she was very firm. Glitter. It was glitter. Yeah, yeah. It was totally glitter. Yeah. Metal, metal flake. Metal, metal flake. No, no, glitter. It's glitter. It's glitter. Glitter. Metal flake is what guys who aren't confident in their masculinity call it. Mm-hmm. What's that? I got glitter all over it. Yeah, tons of glitter. Pretty sweet, right? You know, this bike has about three buckets of glitter that make it up. Not a lot of bikes have three buckets. Of you can get two bucket bikes. <laughs> But three buckets of glitter? No, only the high-end customs. Somewhere on the East Coast, Paul Sr. is saying, get me five buckets. <laughs> Fetch me the buckets. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put more buckets on it. So I, I loved the show because I could, just, I could just walk up to anybody with a recorder going and just get them. What was the coolest thing you thought you saw? Mine's okay. easy. Okay, what's your? Mine is still the Lifan mini truck. Yeah, the mini truck. The, the mini, mini truck, truck was pretty hilarious. The, that I want one. Yeah, yes. you, you just want a mini truck now. I just want a mini truck. So you look like a, even more like a groundskeeper. Yep. <laughs> I'll just drive around my neighborhood with salsa music playing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It'll be awesome. I'll be wearing my drug rug hoodie. Because that's what you know. That's what I hate about the the American truck market today. Yeah. Is they're all like, they're all like even the, even the Tacoma, which is supposed to be the small truck is like, we're the biggest Tacoma ever. Right. That's not the point. guys. Right. Like and, buy you know, one. Ford's bringing back the Ranger, which was their little truck. Yeah. And that thing looks huge. looks like a tank. But so penis Chuck. Something, every, all, every truck looks like a tank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had one. I, I don't want to drive something that big. Mm-hmm. I don't want to park it in my downtown parking garage. You don't? No. <laughs> oh. Are you sure? I want to park my mini truck that goes 25 <laughs> miles an hour. It has a horn that goes beep beep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Unfucking acceptable. No, if no. you get a horn in that thing, it's got to play La Cucaracha. 
<laughs> it is it is against the law to have that truck <laughs> and not have a horn that plays some kind of music. I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm down yeah. with that. You get yeah. get on the get on the stick there. I I will do it. Yeah. And for eight eight grand, I know, right? For eight grand, so the eight thing, grand. I look at that thing and I'm like, the 25 miles an hour is a problem, right? Like, if I, it could do 50, that would be the ama- That would be an amazing city commuter. I like, would that would make be, smart cars look like shit. I would be okay even with 35. Yeah, because most of the surface streets. Are yeah, 35. I suppose that's true. Yeah, I would be okay with 35. Mm-hmm. 25. Uh, it's limiting. It's limiting, but I could still make use of it because. Yeah. The Home Depot and the Lowe's, all the places all, I need a truck. They're for. all close by. Very close by. Who's that guy in the, the guy in the small truck? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's high again. <laughs> you know, he buys a lot more when he is. <laughs> I hope so. Dude, we need some fertilizer. <laughs> I need all of those rocks. <laughs> Why? So your truck can only uh, hold three. Okay. <laughs> That's sort of a built-in safety feature. Yeah, you I can't buy too you much. Buy so much shit. Although I got to, I got to say, so we, we took the picture in that thing and, and uh, you and Jen were inside the truck and uh, Melinda and I were standing in the bed and the uh, base of the bed, like the metal on the bottom of the bed as Melinda, Melinda or I like shifted and it went gunk, like, big, like, <laughs> like, like a kind of scary oil can. Noise. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm I'm not like a hundred percent convinced at the carrying capacity of that thing. <laughs> I was I was a little unsettled by that. I I thought it was amazing. I, I want it was super mini cool. truck. It was super cool. I, I mini I got, truck is great. I got Life End CEO business card. Nice. I want you mini truck t- Chuck. <laughs> I want him on the show. We could just be like, how do I get this mini truck? <laughs> how do I get a mini truck to the states? Hmm? He says it's like. Uh, street legal in the states. Okay, yeah, fuck it. I mean, it's just electric motor, right? So I mean, it's basically like a like a fucking pickup golf cart yeah. for all intents and purposes. Yeah, but so much awesome. You know what it's like? What? It's like all the people are, are in my neighborhood already driving side by sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only only far cooler. Yeah, because it's a truck. You can pull up next to and be like, oh, look at your little toy. <laughs> <laughs> This must happen. So that was my favorite thing about it, which is weird because it's not even a motorcycle. <laughs> no, no, it was cool though. So, so I, I, the Vander Halls were impressive as hell, and I, I am, we are absolutely going to go. We're going to attack interview them go if we pop. have to. Yeah, because they're local. they're they're we local. We're going to go fucking find them. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, go away. We'd be like, no, <laughs> come out here. Um, so they were really cool, but I, and this is <sighs> their demo area was way unorganized. Yeah, it was hugely disorganized. The thing, though, that I was most, ah, it's going to be super, super, super disappointing to all the listeners. The thing I was most excited about there, slash, like, sad about. Okay. The fucking best thing for the whole thing for me, sitting on that fucking strong. <laughs> I, I, so we will, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we the, have, there'll be a longer. The Suzuki interview is a long form interview. So you hear that in a subsequent show. It was we're one gonna, of the centerpieces of the trip. Uh, an interview mm-hmm. show. A interview, aim interview, follow up show. Yeah, because we got some long ones. Yes, but oh my god, dude! Like I haven't been on the Strom for ages, and I sat on it just for a joke. Oh my god, that thing fucking felt like home. Like I have not, and I've sat on things, and I try, I try the Goldwing and all those other bikes I rode. Yeah. Oh god, the Strom felt so fucking good. Really, really. Because I thought you'd totally drink the the Kool Aid about the Vespa. 
You were I, like hipster I, Vespa. Dude. I love the Vespa and the interview with the Vespa guy is fantastic. And yeah. I, the Vespa is fantastic. But for the bike that just feels like the, I can do whatever on this anytime, whenever it's still the strong. God, that's strong, man. I just, I just, I'm so, I'm did you still in the Africa twin. I did. It didn't do anything for me. Okay. Also, I thought the legs were too scrunchy. Okay. Which is the same problem I had with the tracer. Okay. Uh, there, I had a lot of problems with the tracer. Tracer kind of sucked. I was disappointed, actually. Yeah, I ended up not riding it after I heard you talk about it. Yeah, well, I was, you know, because the, the, yeah, we'll, we'll get to the bikes in a minute. But yeah, sitting on the Strom, honestly, I sat on that. I was like, oh my god, I fucking come home. This is ridiculous. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just that guy. Like I just, I. So is a new Strom. Kind a new Strom is absolutely awesome. Really? Because you know, I, I sat on, I sat on like the Exploder, and I was like, maybe I will like the Exploder. I'm like, eh. no. Eh. Uh, yeah, I sat on the Strom. I was like, this is like, it just. That flows. It just flows. It just it just is. It works. I just yeah. yeah. New Strom is absolutely in the cards. I'm 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 done. And then of course I get home and fucking Suzuki sends me the zero percent financing. <laughs> hey Todd, we heard you like bikes. And I'm like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And then of course the local place is you know on and on it goes. Everybody now now every force on earth is 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 uh, conspiring conspiring to make me buy another Strom. And honestly, cool. Are you gonna dump the Vespa then, or are you gonna keep it? I think I want to keep it. I mean, it's small. It's easy to hold in the garage. My okay. wife likes it, and she wants to ride it at some point. Okay. And you know, it costs a dollar twenty a month to insure. To insure, yeah. Yeah, and it's you know, I own it lock, stock, and barrel. Like, don't they, talk to me about how much it costs to insure to Busa. <laughs> um, I'm guessing. I'm guessing my yearly cost of ownership for the uh, Vespa is probably one tenth of your insurance for the Busa. Yeah, my insurance for the Busa costs more than. All the other bikes put together. <laughs> wow. Well, obviously you're gonna go kill yourself, middle aged guy. I know. Listen, middle aged guy on superbike, ultra yep. hyper. I don't know what the fuck to call him. Ultra bike, hyper bike, wicked hyper tour. That's what it is. Hyper it's a hyper tour. tour. Okay. Yeah, the Strom. Just, I mean, nothing else there. Did I sit on him? I was just like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just. And this is even you the, look. This is with really the terrible stock. It is bizarre because it doesn't even it doesn't even look or feel like mine. And exactly. it was a joke to get you on. It, it was a joke to get on, but I just got on. I'm like, oh my god, this is so <laughs> good. <laughs> it was kind of like you uh, watching Melinda get on the uh, the FTR. Mm-hmm. Now, Indians. The FTR, I have to say, I do want to ride one of those because that oh, was hell fucking yeah, right? cool. It sits just like the Bandit, and if it has that engine. Like the other Indians, that's going to be a sweet bike. Oh, that is going to be hotness. I so want to try that bike. Mad hot. I can see why everyone's waiting for that bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what was the thing at the show that you were not in? Uh, Harley. Yeah. Still. Yeah. yeah. They. I went. I ran over to the Harley because mm-hmm. I was hoping to see some of that new shit that has been floating around the past few weeks that yep. got unveiled. I was like, well, maybe they'll capitalize that. They mm-hmm. didn't have any of that. No, I just had all the standard kind of hard. I rode a Fat Boy, which I've I've been wanting to ride since I was a little kid, and it didn't disappoint in that regard. It was you you were riding a Harley Fat Boy, and you fucking well knew it was a Fat Boy, and it was a capable bike. But unfortunately, the stupid thing I did was I rode the Dark Horse. Yeah, the Chieftain Dark Horse. I rode a Scout. Mm-hmm. I can honestly, I can see why politics aside, the tariff bullshit aside, yep. all of that, throw all that out the mm-hmm. window. It's bullshit. I can see why India is eating Harley's They're lunch. thrashing them. Their bikes are so bike is, much better. That bike is amazing. 
Yeah, I there there wasn't a single thing about the India. And I rode I rode the Harley Fat Boy, and I rode the like because I wanted something that was dark horse like. So I went for like the just the the like the gigdest out like a whole billion dollars like all the things Harley. Yeah. And wow, the dark horse just fucking took its lunch money. Yeah, it was unreal. The Scout is amazing. I caught up with Crash. Yeah. Um, he had just taken the the Fat Bob out. Yeah. He's like, wow, that bike's really cool. I like it a lot. I was like, what do you feel about your leg? He's like, well, you got to keep your leg up. Otherwise it catches on. Oh fire. yeah. Yeah. That you were not exaggerating about that at all. Oh my God. Right. You were in no way exaggerating. It's weird. There were a couple times it was painful. I'm like, why is that? Okay. I don't know. That should, well, you know, keep your leg up. That's why it's got foot forward controls. Fuck you. You got to put your foot down. Why, why does that need? And then you just go, well, look, India. And lo, there is Indian better in, let me think which ways, all of them. None of nothing about the Indian tried to set me on fire. No, not once. <laughs> and I, you know, it didn't even, it didn't even feel particularly large. I mean, it felt big, but it was like manageable big. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the scout just felt good. Cool. It just felt good. I was just like, this is a fun ride. So one thing I even got to do with the dark horse though, which I thought was really cool is Jen was out and she wasn't test riding that day. Right. But I was like, go get legal. Why? Because we're going to ride the dark horse with the big sissy bar. Okay, Jen. So Jen and I just got back from riding the... Uh, wait a second. Let's go double check what it's called. <laughs> we got back riding the uh, the, dark, the Chieftain Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Where everything is black, which means it was the only one acceptable to Jen. Right. Because uh, I only ride black. Yeah. Yeah. Only black motorcycles Bikes. ever. 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 Yeah. So this <laughs> one's been gigged out with this fucking enormous sissy bar and it's got the big fairing. I never did yet to try the tunes because I was more interested in the bike and making sure we were safe, but I really wanted to because it's got speakers everywhere. Yeah, it does. But so, uh, yeah, I got to say that that Indian motor, like, that's a really good motor. Yeah, it the, felt good. They said this was the big one. And man, there's a couple times it like, it just wanted to go. Mm, absolutely. It was like, let's fucking go. And I'm like, wait, easy now. Come on, <laughs> guys, settle it's, down. Especially when traffic in front of us stops. Stop, yeah. I came around a corner onto that one highway and yeah. I was like, yes, finally, the corner I could hit. Shit, 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 shit. Well, somebody had just had a fender bender yeah. up ahead and it, it, we had to kind of weave through. That, yep. was, that was that was fun. That was exciting. That, that got my adrenaline up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The 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 big thing I noticed with this thing, size wise, is obviously at like low speed, it's it's big. Yes. Although it carries the weight pretty low, which I thought was cool. Um, it actually felt now I wasn't in front, uh-huh. but but in terms of where it holds its weight, the balance it actually uh-huh. felt more um, handleable than. Uh, my Thunderbird. Really? Yeah, it really did. Okay, I've never ridden the Storm, so I don't, I don't know. I've ridden behind Stone on the Storm, uh-huh. and so maybe that's what I was... Or maybe it's just that you're... Yeah, it, there, there's you a, are the there rider is, There are two are. things going on there. Yes. One, I'm used to carrying passengers. Yep. You're a good passenger, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, but uh, two, there's, there's the rider being used to passengers, because yeah. you have to be a lot fucking smoother. Yes. Um, or you will bop heads all the yes. time, which is awkward and, you know, troublesome. Um but yeah, the uh, yeah, this yeah. thing is really quite pliant. I like it. I could, I could. Now I kind of want to ride some more Indians and try them out. You should try them and see how it compares. Yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go ride a Harley. Um, I don't know why I'm gonna do that to myself. I'm really should just ride another Indian, shouldn't I? Delightful. Yes. You don't know. They might. I don't be. know. They might be delightful. So I. And the nice thing about Harley is I can just fucking pile on and go. Yeah, that's true. Um, they're a lot less they're, uh, they're, anxious. They're highly disorganized. They're <laughs> um, 
you know, like pointedly so. I was trying to say it in a positive way. Yeah, whatever. So I, I might just get on like a like a fat bob or a something, you know, some big engine totally. thing. Or possibly grab one of the little sporties at the end. Like, uh-huh. Although that one's, I think, the 500. I don't know. Anyway, so Chieftain Dark Horse, definitely a cool, cool vehicle. Yep. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So, yeah, the Dark Horse, remarkably good with a passenger. And just, I mean, just a, just a really great bike, yeah. honestly. Indian also felt like it had some of the better uh, better ride guides. The lady who I was following was good. She was on the ball. Yeah, I mean, all the tour groups were pretty good. I still don't like the way Harley does it, or they're just yeah. like, hey, just go, just go. Here's here's a map we would like you to follow. That was the thing I kind of liked about Harley. Actually, just fucking go. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but I don't like that they tell you, yes, freedom, but here's your route. Mm-hmm. And then you got to like try to figure out, well, you know, if you're new to Vegas, or you're a stranger mm-hmm. to area, yeah. then you got to try to keep up with that. But if it's just like, just go, mm-hmm. just go and go, mm-hmm. that would be okay. Yeah. And I don't think they were taking, keeping very careful track. No, they weren't. But, you know, you tell someone like that, you tell that to me, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to follow the rules. Yeah. I actually did follow their route. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. You know, it was kind of cool actually riding along next to the airport on the Harley with like fucking music blasting. Uh huh. And, uh, you know, watching the planes take off. Okay. That was sort of neat. In Columbus, it was a little confusing because mm-hmm. of the freeway system there was sure. different. Yeah. I didn't like Honda's route. Yeah. Honda, Honda's route I wanted to like. So Honda, Honda had that long ass route and it went out to Red Rocks and through Red Rocks and back in from the north of the city. It was pretty. It was, it pretty, was a nice little but jaunt. It was, just but it was big, long. It was long. It was way too long for what it was. Yeah, it's too long. It's like an hour and a half that you devote yeah. to that. Yeah, and I did it twice, which was a mistake. And it and it's just a bunch of right turns for the mm-hmm. most part because you're just doing that square to come back. Mm-hmm. And the the group I went with, we got stuck behind a car going forty. Oh damn! I we had know. other cars passing us. I went I went Honda first thing, and it was actually just us and the. Uh, so I was right behind the ride leader, mm-hmm. and she quickly twigged to the fact that I was also a, a rider coach and had no problem handling the Goldwing. So at one point she leans over and she goes. I'm going to accelerate from this traffic light briskly. <laughs> Grins at me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> nice. Yes. And then I punched it, and then the fucking Goldwing's DCT did the exact same fucking thing that my fucking minivan does. Okay. Oh, you don't want to do that. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> heavens, no. Don't do it. Okay, here we go. Okay, so let's talk about that. Uh, yes, let's. So we both rode DCT bikes. Yeah, I rode, rode a DCT and I rode a not DCT gold which is why I ate like half of my day on fucking gold. And I rode a DCT Africa twin. Mm-hmm. And I thought the shifting was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't surprised by it. It did what I wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't manually shift. I didn't feel like I needed to manually shift mm-hmm. unless everyone wanted. And yeah. And I'm playing with them. I just wanted to play with the push buttons. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't like it. I hated it. Roe actually had a similar experience to what I had with it. So the, uh, okay. At high speed, it's fine. But let's be honest, at high speed is the easiest part to make an automatic transmission work well. Like, it's not difficult to make right. one that is capable at high speed. Okay. Anything below about, like, 20 miles an hour, I hated that thing with an all-consuming passion. Really? More than once. There, there's, I got, took a video of it, and we'll, we'll edit it because it's too fucking long. There are definitely points in the video where you can hear me swearing at the DCT with a passion. As I go around, like, a corner, uh-huh. and it fucking downshifts or fucking upshifts the wrong moment. Or I go to, I tell it to go fast, and it's like, oh, just a minute, I'm just going to shift upward. Oh, Christ. It, it's, 
Okay. Everything I hate about automatic transmissions, that is. It feels like a car transmission. Let, let me stop you right there. Okay. You like the Vespa. Yes. Does it shift differently? It doesn't shift. The well, Vespa has infinity gears. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't it? Does it feel okay? Does yeah. it bother you at all? No. No, I like CVTs. Okay. You know, like the Bergman's a whole different kettle of fish from the Honda. Okay. But the Honda, so the Honda is actually a planetary transmission. Right. That shifts between gears, the same as a car does. Mm-hmm. Well, most cars, like some of them are CVTs now. So it's a totally different experience. It's it's like someone is shift. It's like your it's like your 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 idiot your idiot cousin has been turned into a computer and is now shifting your car for you. Is what it feels like to me. Okay. I can't stand it. See, like riding the Africa Twin on the the demo I did, mm-hmm. I felt like I was on a scooter. Really. I didn't feel like the shifting was bad. Well, the Goldwing, I was feeling the shifting like a lot. Like it felt like a like a junky automatic transmission to me. Like I did not did like it, it. It shifted a lot for you, or not a lot, but you know it was you know it was kind of a clunky shift, and it was kind of like a, a not at the time I would have done it shift. Okay, I was not into it. I was not buying it. Huh. I, seriously, it felt like it felt like an automatic car transmission, which you know, in a car, who cares? It's a car, right? It's an appliance. Yeah. But on a bike, which has, I mean, in the cold engine, that engine wants to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, does that engine want to go? And then you've got this just, just fucking lump, horrible transmission attached to it. I was, I was not buying what they were selling. So did you turn it off at all? Uh, and use like the manual? No, I didn't. Okay. I wanted, I wanted to get the full effect. You know? Okay. I tried sport mode, which basically just makes the throttle twitchier and yeah. still shifts like an idiot. Okay. It like shifts a little lower. I felt like the the DCT makes the motorcycle more like an appliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where yeah. it's just less for me to think about. Yeah, and I, I sort of I, that part of the, like just cruising in a straight line down the road. I kind of like the DCT for that. Yeah, but the minute I had to do any maneuvering or tight things, or even just coming to a stop and it would downshift like at the wrong moment. Okay, coming to a stop. That did, did your bike do this? Where you're coming to a stop and it's in the first gear and you're slowing down and then it just starts lugging like hell. Uh, yeah, it, lug, it lugs a little bit and then it clunk, kind of comes out. Yeah. See, I mine was, didn't do that. Mine just okay. started, it didn't, never got to the clunk part. Mm-hmm. It just started going. Yeah. I, and I just was like lugging. Yeah. I, I, I always felt like I was about to, to stall mm-hmm. when I was coming to a light. Yeah. Row, row. I actually did stall the manual one, by the way. Row Ro had the same experience as I did, though, with that one, where every t- it was the same thing. Every time you come to a stop or it's going really slow, it'll just shift at like stupid times. Okay. So I don't know. The shifting points didn't bother me, but coming to a stop, it was weird because it always felt like it was on the verge of stopping. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, other than that, I was okay with it. And, yeah. and, and the Africa Twin, it's an adventure yeah. touring kind of. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it hits all the check boxes that sure, yeah. you would. Yeah. So, but the DCT didn't bother me. Hmm. I was okay with okay. it. So I did get, I rode the, I rode the Goldwing without the DCT. And that engine is really swell. swell. Love it. Um, but that ride that they had definitely like two, two rounds of that was too much. So what was your fun bike demo? What, which one did you like the best? Dark horse. Dark hands horse? down. For me, it was the MT 10 mm-hmm. Yamaha's MT 10. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was nice. All the engine, nothing all, else. All <laughs> the engine, two little wheels somewhere beneath you. <laughs> somewhere there are wheels here. We promise. Oh, that bike was so much fun. Yeah, I, I wish oh. I had ridden something more fun like that. So I rode the Yamaha Tracer. Mm-hmm. I don't have a video of that because they made me turn my camera off, which was fucking weird at media days. That's another thing. So you told me that. Yeah. And I went to Yamaha and I was like, I didn't try to hide it. Yeah. What I was doing with the camera and everything. Didn't say a word to me. Hmm. Maybe they're just out to get me. Maybe. I don't know. Because they knew I was going to say the tracer sucked. (laughs) Hey guys, the tracer sucks. (laughs) 
Now, what is the Tracer? Is it their F- Tracer? Is an it's an FJ09. Okay, they rebranded. Rebranded. Okay. Yeah. So, boy, um, that motor, which is fun in a sport platform, it's almost like a little too twitchy for the upright platform, and then like, I don't know, some of the way the throttle responded, and some of the, like the whole package didn't feel well put together. I was pretty blasé about the FJ09. Yeah, I remember James from the Pace really liked it. Yeah, but I was I liked it better in the FZ. Yeah, see, I I found that I found the legs were it, it didn't know it doesn't know what it wants to be because it wants it's like the halfway they're trying to be a sport bike but they're also trying to tour. Yeah, but they're like not making a sport tour. Like they it, it's like they saw a Strom on TV, and you know that was I Steve's thought, Steve's thing was like he's like they're trying to make something like a Strom but they just kind of blew it. I thought it was more they were trying to like copy a not copy but they were trying to make a versus. Yeah, and you know the thing is, is but the versus is kind of is better. Yeah, there's some there's something, and I can't exactly put my finger on it. I think it's something about the the throttle response and the way it responds and how everything kind of like handles and works together, like mm-hmm. the distance from the seat, you know, the ergos and everything. Yeah, like there's there's a certain control behavior you expect with a certain kind of ergos, and you know it's fine to have a really fast one. Like Multistrada goes like a fucking bat out of hell, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like two bikes awkwardly stuck together. I think I think they just didn't know what they wanted to do with it. It it, it really feels disjointed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tried all the different modes, I tried all the different stuff, and I was doing basically okay with it. But I was just like, there's nothing about this that like is really I'm digging. You know, the MT10 I dug yeah. a lot. Okay. <laughs> that was that was fun. <laughs> so so what was so what was your experience on the MT10? So it was mad fast it, it was, was mad fast mm-hmm. mad maneuverable yeah just you know a, a naked sport bike yeah none of the bike interfered with you and, and road mm-hmm. and that feeling of flying the thrall response was great it, it, uh, leaning in diving in on that bike was so much fun mm-hmm. it was just it was cool and, you mm-hmm. know because my big thing now is riding my busa sure so yeah. the, the mt was pretty comparable that gave you some of that some of that kind of thrill i also rode the yamaha the yeah the z900 rs mm-hmm. they're they're retro yeah it's it's that bike. it's that they're just beating that engine for all it's worth and that was fun yeah it was cool yeah okay. i like being on that bike did that work okay okay mm-hmm. yeah i i it had that nice kind of feel mm-hmm. uh, it was cool to ride yeah but as you just noticed i had to look up the name <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was not it was not it did not leave a lasting impression yeah it was it was serviceable mm-hmm. and that's the thing i i noticed when i Going to the, the the AIM Expo, yep. As you ride so many of the bikes one after the other, they all just kind of blend together after a while. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't get much blend together honestly. But then again, I rode some pretty wildly different, different ones, bikes. Yeah, I didn't get the ride to Vanderhall, which I really wanted. To yeah, ride. that was a disappointment. But it's funny because it's like, what what were you most excited to ride? Things the thing that looks like a the thing that looks like a car. Oh oh, <laughs> speaking of things that made Todd mad, so more um, <laughs> more mad than usual. I wanted to ride the FTR so bad. You and everyone else. Everyone else. Well, here's here's the thing. I'm out there with Jen, and I look over, and they're fucking pulling FTRs out to the trailer. I'm like, oh, my God, are these coming out? Can we ride these things? And the guys are like, no. And they're not like, like no, sorry. They're like, fuck you, no. Then why are they there? I said, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing here? Huh? The actual fuck. That reminds me of the yeah. year I went to the, the expo, and EBR was set up with all their bikes. And they're like, <laughs> you going to demo those? No. <laughs> you mean, no. why are you here in the demo please? area with bikes please demo and it, it turned out the answer to that was well we're waiting for chuck to leave mm-hmm. and yeah. then we'll let you demo those bikes okay. 
So the other the other thing I didn't get to ride that I really wanted to ride was the Harley trike. I don't think anyone took that out all day. Uh, I I've, I've ridden it before. Yeah, yeah. They were like, you have to take a you have to take a it's a you gotta watch a video. video or something. Yeah, you gotta like, watch a video. I don't want to watch a video, and there's no time for me to watch a video. It was like the last ride of the day. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is my whip, and I show them the sidecar. I'm like, seriously, every day, rain, shine, any of the above, and twice just, the power of that thing. They're just looking can I at just you. ride the fucking trike? They're singing in their heads. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what's going on in their head. They're like. Born to be wild. <laughs> Turns out you're not that free. Dun, 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 dun. What about so the on. freedom? What about it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not that free. <laughs> so didn't get to ride that, which was disappointing. <laughs> not that free. Yeah, I've ridden it. Yeah. yeah. I just I I figured you'd try it, right? Something because it's there. Because it's there. And there I was. And I was I was just like, I rode right up until they were like, sir, you have to go. <laughs> you really need to go now, sir. I guess Melinda did the test ride or the ride ride in the uh, the Polaris, Polaris the slingshot. The slingshot. The slingshot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I felt so bad for Honda. So they had the slingshot doing like oh, donuts. Yeah, the Honda people. Right, right next, next to the to Honda, Honda people. Constant <laughs> like scream. And just tire like tire smoke. smoke. There's a couple people holding masks over their face. It's terrible. I felt like, so bad for them. This is our second day here. Eight, nine hours of this every day. Well, and, and and you know, despite despite their route being like too long, like the Honda people were super nice. The Honda people like, were they super were super cool. cool. They were super cool. Ro was so angry about the slingshot. Oh yeah, he he was he had he had an axe to grind with that thing yeah, in the he, worst way. He had so so much opinion so about much not angry. being able to drive it himself. So, much <laughs> yeah which is i agree with him actually for what it's worth yeah i mean why not i mean it's it's less than the vanderhall and it's nowhere near as nice and yeah frankly, why not let people cool. ride let's 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 ride it drive it around yeah i don't understand why they wouldn't i don't know i it blows blows my mind so yeah favorite bike of the show for me was definitely dark horse though that one i did not see coming and fucking tore my pants off i'm not usually a cruiser guy but that thing was awesome indians they're really good even the scout had like way foot forward controls mm -hmm. but it didn't feel like a cruiser to me really yeah hmm. it just it felt it had like more i don't know if it was just the, the throttle feel or the, the maneuverability it didn't feel like a cruiser it didn't mm -hmm. didn't have that maybe just because it didn't make that potato sound <laughs> yeah and i have those the indians sounded a lot better than the harleys i rode too sorry ted it super did <laughs> although i will say that the dark horse was fucking loud Mm -hmm. yeah there were some loud bikes there yeah oh the other fun thing for me mm -hmm. is uh seeing the different groups that would show up mm -hmm. to go to the expo yeah like the grom group did you see those yes guys? the grom group came through doing <laughs> wheelies in a big circle around the whole demo place that was pretty rad and then there was like uh, a black rider club oh yeah 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 just you know all on harleys and, mm -hmm. you know leather pirating yeah, that, that was that was kind of interesting. I actually I actually saw them have a moment where like a couple of the guys were like defecting and going and riding sport bikes, and the others <laughs> yeah. were like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, man?" They were all pulled over at one point. We came through on uh, Yamaha, and we're all on sport bikes, just mm -hmm. going. Bleep, 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 yep. bleep. <laughs> they're just standing there glowering at us. So the thing the thing I didn't ride that I wish I had was the uh, the SSRs, the Chinese company that bought Benelli. They were really interesting. We sat in on part of their presentation. Yeah. They were the ones doing the free food. Oh, yes. On, okay. Yes. We came Thursday. to the free food. Yeah. So they were, 
It was an interesting watching their presentation. Yeah, I wish I wish I'd ridden some more of their stuff. I should I should have bagged the second Goldwing and gone and ridden some other shit. Did you but, get on any of theirs? No, I didn't even sit on okay. one of theirs. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, just walking by them, they all look like copies of bikes. Oh yeah, they, they're all totally Chinese knockoffs of yeah. like real bikes. So it was interesting <laughs> to see them pushing mm-hmm. in such a. We're making quality. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, there's your version of Brom. There's your Goldwing. Well, there's your Vespa. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's your your Bonneville. Yeah. It's just interesting to see them push mm-hmm. uh, to be so visible. Yeah. You know, but good on them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I have to say the thing that most, I don't know how to call it, shocking? Surprising. Like, surprising. <laughs> like, least expected like, really? to be seen. Least expected to be actually seen and held and touched was Scully. Mm-hmm. Like an actual helmet. I didn't know they'd be there. For real. Well, and they were taking orders for it. They were taking, well, they Let's be let's be fair. Scully's really good at taking orders, historically <laughs> speaking. Yeah, and they 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 made a big deal about about you know they're going to make it better, or they already are like, something I, like that. They're like they're in the midst of of delivering. Let's have a listen. I think this guy's a salesman. So so we're here with <laughs> Terry from Scully. Yes. So with actual Scully helmets, you can see in person That's right. and touch, which and I'm going touch. to do now. And buy. We're shipping these helmets. Ew. I delivered two of these to two of our make-it riders fiber. in Atlanta this past week. All right, there's a carbon fiber. Thank you. Three pounds, 13 ounces is the weight of the helmet. Lighter okay. than Here, clear that one. Yeah. All right. And if you want to put that one on, I've got that one turned on. You can see the rear view camera. And you can see there's blind spots and stuff. So give that a try. I am definitely putting so, on the drone. So the helmets are all voice command operated, Bluetooth enabled. It's huge. Um, with that, yeah, that's a large, that's an extra large over there. Oh, okay. And I even brought some other. Trade you, Jen. What's the biggest one you have? I have an extra large here. Do I look like the predator in this? Jen, look at me. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, these are both large here. Both of these are large, and that's uh, extra large over there. All right, so you guys are the you guys are the new Scully. I gotta bring it up because you know everybody's yeah. a little yeah, sore the on these. Things. Is that why so, it says Torot Gas Gas? No, well Torot hey. Gas Gas is my sister company. Oh, okay. Ivan Contreras, that bought the assets for uh, Scully, also uh-huh. owns uh, Torot, which is an electric scooter company in Europe, and the Gas Gas motorcycle brand. Okay. He owns that as well, All and right. a carbon fiber plant. Uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing a, a run together here. You're seeing some run togethers, aren't you? All right. Can you see the heads-up display? Yeah. Walk over this way. Over here, Walk you've got a vertical adjustment right under here. Twist that left and right. Oh. Okay. So it goes up and down, and you've got a yaw adjustment there, and a forward and back adjustment. Oh, okay. And if you say the command, okay, Scully. Okay, Scully. Check battery. Check battery. What's the, what percentage is it? God, is that you? <laughs> exactly. So where that where you're seeing it, where it came up there, is also where I have my turn return directions coming up in the heads-up display. Hmm. Okay. Has speakers, a microphone, two microphones on the board, so I can make outbound calls, inbound calls. When calls come in, like I have thousands of miles with this helmet in the North Georgia Mountains and and, Atlanta, and not this specific Atlanta. one, right? Not that's that sort specific of gross. one. That's too big for me. Okay. Um, but. Literally, when calls come right, in, you can see who the call's coming in from. It comes up on the heads-up display, which is very convenient. Uh, love to listen to music. Refuse to ride without listening to music. So all the all voice command control operated. I can say, regardless of what you're using, whether it's Pandora, I'm a Spotify fan, or your own uh, a native app on there, you've got voice command say, okay, next song, previous song, volume up, volume down. That's how it's controlled. <laughs> I think Todd 
god, just speed. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a row. I can see a row. The there you go. Oh. And I will tell you, uh, uh, where I saw the value in this, I, I was driving home. I was driving home last week in literally a monsoon. Any, We've been there. Any, <laughs> smart, any smarter person would have pulled off the interstate. But no. But no, not Terry. I can do it. The heads up. Okay, the heads but then up did display. your bike catch on fire? Because that's much? usually what happens no, with us. No, no, no. So. The heads up display. The heads up display was so comforting. I went home that oh, night and uh, kissed my wife and said, hey, I got to hammer out an email. I shot an email out to the entire team. I gave kudos to the engineers. I was like, guys. I just want to tell you that the product that we have created here is better than I ever thought. Oh, it's so and, tiny in and, here. And such. And I went through and oh, I was like, also, here's a couple other things. I would recommend that we also may want to do some changes with the display based on ambient light conditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I told the marketing team, it's like, guys, you all are marketing this wrong. And I, was like, I was like, you need to be pushing the safety right. aspects to it because the level of awareness and comfort that I had, I mean, I was on the interstate with six lanes and being able to see who's coming up into my blind spots in that kind of rain, oh, yeah. I could only see the headlights in, or the taillights in front of me. It was phenomenal. And so I hammered this out and sent it out to everyone. And I was like, guys, we're on track here, but we got to change the marketing market. message here. Mm -hmm. We got to be pushing. This is the safest marketing helmet or helmet so, out there. So I got to ask, what, why, why stick with the Scully name? I mean, it's kind of trying. I mean, everyone's going to automatically right. assume that you're getting hookers and blow with it, right? Well, Let's exactly. Be well, we hear that occasionally. I've heard that a time or two. We're hey, not? we're in Vegas. No, <laughs> no. We debated as a man's between the debate. Debated, do we keep the name or leave it? Mm -hmm. And it came into it was like, you know what? There's enough brand recognition, good, mm -hmm. bad, or indifferent out there. But people recognize Scully as a helmet, superior helmet company. And we said, you know what? Our our founders like, we got to make it right to all those people that got damaged. So we came up with a campaign called the Make It Right Campaign. And on October 16th of last year, this past, it was last year, we sent out, it was way earlier than we should have sent out, we sent out a message to all 3,000 people that bought a helmet that didn't get one. And we said, hey, listen, we are a new entity. The old entity has no interest in us. There's no one from the old team that's on this new team that we are building. And we are going to open up a registration site. Actually, we sent it out in September. We said on October 16th, we want you to come to our website, register that you bought this. And based on when you register is going to be the order in which we allocate the helmets to you. Hmm. All right. And we're going to give them to you free. And we said we'd rather chime it up as a, as a big marketing expense. And that's mm -hmm. how we're doing it. Gotcha. From a mechanic perspective, these helmets are a marketing expense that we're giving away. I gave two of them away to make it riders this past week in Atlanta. And, to say, and a guy walked in, Albert walked in here earlier today. Hey, I'm from England. I got my email. We sent out emails this week letting people know when they can expect it. Albert's getting his in June. So what we're doing with that is we're building a great fan base who's actually coming to our defense because if you go to the different places people are like oh that company sucks blah 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 it's like no no you don't understand this is a new company you know that's who we are so we did it for for you know let's say some marketing reasons but also it was the right thing to do if we're going to keep the name but that's why we chose to keep the name hmm. i mean i was in on those discussions and we we're hammering back and forth and i'll tell you that everything about this helmet has been re-engineered the original Scully had a great concept. They did a great job with a great idea, but from an engineering perspective, it wasn't there. Mm. It was not there. And every component, the optical stack, the battery, the connections, everything has been redone. 
and as well as the shell. The shell is 100% carbon fiber. Let me try it again. Yeah, I'm amazed by how light it is. Yeah, actually. three pounds, 13 I would expect ounces. all of the extra gadgetry would, yeah, yeah. would add. Yeah, yeah. Battery is back here along with another board, and there's a okay. board up in front. And um, is that just to plug it in when you're at home at night? Battery to recharge? How's that go? Yeah, it's, it's got a micro USB oh, okay. charge right there yeah. for it. Battery life on the helmet is like with when you're running when you're running a rear view camera with navigation with music going on the entire time you've got about eight and a half hours battery oh, wow. life on it I mean, oh, it's so long. oh it, it's great it's a day's riding yeah. and what do these lights do those do I have lights in the back those, those backup lights you know i hate these lights these were i, left, <laughs> I do I, I i'm from i do what these are battery status lights that oh. i'm convincing our engineering team to better simplify for they us. look intensely dorky well they they do. I agree. Thank not you. In a good way. We get that feedback all the time. If they were brake lights that yeah. worked with your brakes, well, guess what? That would be bitchy. Well, guess what? I've got an engineer, Weston. I've got on on the, one of the boards. I have an accelerometer on the board. Accelerometer uh, is used to indicate speed, acceleration, and deceleration. Guess what? He's working on for me on one of our firmware upgrades in the near future. When you brake hard, those are going to turn red. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, a little bit of use for the dorky lights, yeah. but other than that, what, where it is, is, it shows battery status indicators gotcha. uh, on different things like this. I don't like it, you know. Future versions won't, won't have those, but that was a holdover because we couldn't re we couldn't redesign everything. Sure. We kept the basic design concept from the original helmets, made improvements where we could and such, but that was a basic design element off. You're saying you're, you're selling these today? Yeah. So, so is there today. a wait time, or is it you better Delivery is about 8 to 10 weeks right now is where we're at. Okay. And if you order today, I, if you order it during the show, 10% off. Okay, 10% off. So you save 10, 190 10% bucks. 10% off of what? Uh, $18.99. $18.99? Yeah, okay. regardless of color. Regardless of color. $18.99. All right. Cool, Terry, thank you for your time, Thank man. you. And a couple of additional features. I love it. Oh. The guys from Penlock were here. Uh, uh, Pinlock, they're coming yeah. Pinlock infused, and they're here, and they're like, "Hey, we went for Pinlock," and I was like, "Guys, the reason we've got Pinlock is me, because I told them <laughs> no one collectively rides more than I do in our entire organization." And I love I, my Pinlock. And and I told them, I was like, "Listen, they were wanting to use spray anti fog." I was like, "Listen, I'm also a swimmer. That shit doesn't work on swim goggles. It doesn't work on yeah. motorcycle lenses." Yep. And uh, and I convinced everyone, and what really the trick was. I got our head of engineering, our PhD, Mike Woods, Dr. Woods. I probably got him into motorcycling, took his MSF course, bought a motorcycle, stuck nice. one of these on, went for a ride, and it fogged up on him. And he's like, shit, you were right, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've only been saying this for six months, you know. So, yeah, it comes standard with a clear pinlock lens, and we're selling, uh, they've got five different versions, light smoke, dark smoke, a yellow, the clear, and then a protectant, which is a photochromatic lens on it. I was wanting to put that one on there, but I couldn't get ECE testing for the photochromatic lens, so I had to go with clear. So, nice. But that's what it is. Cherry, what do you write? What do I write? Well, in my garage, I have a Kawasaki Concourse, uh, I have a Yamaha R6, I have a 2017 uh, Indian Chief Vintage that I'm building oh, nice. up. It got, it got a silence bike that's going to be done this month. I have my grocery getter, my Vespa. I always have to have a nice. Vespa. Give it up. Vespa. I always have to have a Vespa. That uh, just got re I just repainted it all. It's beautiful now. And then I'm working on my son-in-law has a BMW K100 
one of five known dystopian existence that has the factory turbine. Oh, that's pretty cool. And so we, we shipped it from Hawaii to Atlanta. $1,400 shipping charge. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I ride a lot. What about you guys? What do y'all ride? Um, I'm on a Vespa as well. Awesome. And I've been riding her uh, Triumph America. America. Nice. And I've also got a Triumph Thunderbird. Nice. Very good bike. Yeah. Very good. You have a Triumph Thunderbird. Your son has a Triumph Thunderbird. Hey, hey, hey. I got, a, you know what? I, got a, I got a bandit and I got a Vespa. Nice, nice. With a helmet like this, I might also be more of a rider again. Because yeah. that's my biggest problem is that head turning to make see what's going I, on around me. The heads up sweet. I mean, I have a lot of helmets, and obviously, since I'm a product strategy, the cool thing is, is I get to go out and buy a lot of competitive products, right? Mm. So I've got all the best rides, I got the best showies, I got the best shooters, and such. And the great helmets, great helmets, I'm not knocking but you become so dependent on that heads-up display. So yeah. when I'm riding now and I don't have it, and such if I'm in, in Atlanta, on interstate traffic, oh my God, do I miss it. I, right, that's where I I'm mean, having trouble because I, I developed some eye, yeah, eye issues yeah, over the last year. Yeah. And I it, it affects my depth yeah. perception and it also makes me slightly yeah. dizzy if yeah. I turn my head too much. So I, I this get, might be a solution. It, it, it works well for me. Um, and like I said, the biggest aspect to me it's great that I can see a rear view with the blind spot capability. I mean, yeah. and this is kind of give you an idea how good the blind spot is. I can see people approaching me, okay? And as the front of the car reaches, like up here, this way right. where I can see out of my peripheral vision, I can still see the rear of the car. Oh, that's hmm. great. That's how good it is. That is that's great. how darn good it is. I mean, you know, it's, it's not exactly 180. You know, it's more a little bit off, but it's still darn good. Nice. Cool. Uh, and the blind spot capability is really what makes 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 the helmet, in my opinion. Very that cool. to me is the best feature of the helmet. It really is. So awesome. Well, All right, thank you. we got ten percent off on the show special, guys. Take me up on it. Come on. So there, there are a few times at these shows where it's not often I meet someone who I think could just out talk me. <laughs> this guy was one of those people. <laughs> He was certainly excited about his product. He was really excited. He was very excited, and he was on message. I I was fairly impressed with the helmet. Like it was, it was actually quite light. Um, yeah. Seemed pretty comfy. You know, it's pretty good overall. I'm still in about the technology. The technology is lame, honestly. That like the 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 rear view camera, frankly, is you know just the same way I felt with the Nuvis. I'm like, great. So there's a tiny little screen that's hard to see. Yeah, and it just don't care. I want it to be projected. As on the visor, virtually yeah. in front of me. Well, that's the other thing, virtually in front of you. So, speaking as a as a as a guy who wears uh, reading glasses. Okay. All right. So I'm uh, so I'm uh, I'm at Pacific Coast sunglasses. I'm trying on something which I don't like to admit that I might like. Oh, what What do you got there, Todd? Uh, it's a pair of glasses with readers in the bottom. You mean like, you mean like bifocals? Like maybe bifocals. Oh yeah. That, oh, that's pleasant. Yes. So they look. They not super like, bifocally. You don't look like you've got bifocals on. You don't look old, is what no, I'm saying. I got. I got to be honest, though, as I'm sitting here using these, that's sort of convenient, isn't it? <laughs> I don't need motorcycle bifocals, do I, Jen? I, Have I reached you, that point in my motorcycle yes. career? Actually, I mean, those I'm look there. good on you. They look. They look really good on you. They pa do. In fact, Patty you... from Pacific Coast Sunglasses is here to help. Yes. They look good on me. They do. In fact, I would. If I were you, I might consider even. The original KD size. You've got the XKD size on right mm -hmm. now, and those are 20% bigger than the originals. And a lot of the reason the guys and women like wearing these 
is there a snug fit? Oh uh, yes, yeah, so close. So the skinny arms, you can check mm -hmm. your blind spot. Yep. They sit close to your face so they don't uh, get the wind. The readers. They make you look like an intellectual. Oh uh, yes. Hello, and, I'm an intellectual. And you can actually uh, read. What See what the hell is going to. on. <laughs> Sign here. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. Anyway, as a guy who wears reading glasses, How am I going to do that? The having the focal length of it be like awful close to me is not comfortable. Okay. Did you have trouble focusing on it? Uh, not after a second or two. Yeah. But you know, there's, there's like a, there's it's it's close enough that there's that that visible time where you can count like one, two, and yeah. I can see, and then you go back one, two, and I'm out again. Yeah. It's that. And it's, to, to me, it's got the same problem the Nuvis has. Mm. The fucking speedometer is in the same place where the fucking speedometer on the bike is. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so what's the point? It, the map is in the same place my GPS is. Uh huh. I, it's, it doesn't make any sense. The rear view camera, that's kind of cool. Yep. But again, the, the technology is not there yet. No, no, it's just not. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have the Cardo because that the Cardo was pretty fucking amazing as far mm -hmm. as a headset. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to hang out. So the Cardo, Cardo is the point where we, uh, that'll be, that's definitely a long show. Yeah. That's a long show. Cardo, Cardo was one I didn't get to hear because we were waiting for Cardo and they were like running late. Yeah. And we just had an interview with Bell, which was great. And you wandered off. And I just fucking wandered off because I got <laughs> bored. Um, <laughs> yeah, I waited. Well, I was, I was, my blood sugar was crashing. I need to find some food and I just like was sort of loopy and feeling sick. So I just wandered off. Cardo was where I got found by everybody. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the middle of the Cardo interview. And then I see Crash dance by in the background behind mm -hmm. a Cardo guy. Yeah. And then Liza from Recycle comes dancing. In the, mm -hmm. And then uh, Larry from Creative Writing is, is like doing dancing. They're all trying to make me laugh in front yep. of in the Cardo guy's well, face. Well, I wonder, I wonder why they would do a thing like that, Chuck, <sighs> to you. What are you implying? I don't know. I don't know. But... <laughs> Were you were you possibly inter interfering with other people's interviews? No, no. At no point in any of the Cafe Racer podcast interviews can you see me appear from behind the jackets, or is Chuck standing off camera making ridiculous faces? That one hundred percent isn't happening. So I don't know why they were dancing for you. It's a uh, mystery. We may never solve it. Uh, did I mention that I was slapping wielder stickers on the back of everyone's shirt? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty brilliant. I got <laughs> That was that was high quality. There there are people walking around that show with stickers on their back and they didn't know it. Just random rando people <laughs> or other podcasters. Mostly other podcasters. But occasionally a random person. Couple industry people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, brilliant. I wish just, I thought of it. Just whoever I could get away with it from. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Slap to that. Yeah. <laughs> Gave some to Melinda. Melinda was a lot better at it. Yeah. No one gets angry when a girl comes up and hangs on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> All those guys are just like, hi. Hello, you're a girl person. <laughs> <laughs> and you like motorcycles too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that dude had 12 stickers on his back. <laughs> Hyperventilate all over. <laughs> that was a little creepy. Yeah. AIM was great. You will hear more about AIM from us. Possibly in some of the longer format interviews. Yeah, there's definitely more shows coming. Mm -hmm. Definitely more shows coming. Suzuki was a great long format interview. Uh, Jen and I had an awesome interview with the lady from Haynes. Um, had a great interview with Cardo. Mm -hmm. um, the guys over at uh, Twisted Road, which mm -hmm. is Airbnb for motorcycles. Yep, I'm still sketched about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but carry on. Uh, they were great. 
Oh, and of course the the centerpiece interview, Suzuki. He had yep. a phenomenal interview with yep. Suzuki. And we had a great round table of everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. With too much beer. Yes, we'll post up the round table with too much beer by itself. So Todd needs to go to more shows. Yes, I need to go to Did more shows. Did the family shows. have a good time in Vegas? The family had a great time, actually. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. By the way, Chuck Chuck is the bro of the year. Chuck hooked us up with a nice place to stay in Vegas for me and my kids. I buried the hooker. This place had kid activities and a pool. They fucking loved it. Okay, good. They went hiking every morning and they yeah, went pooling. Yeah, close to Red Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is how you get to Red Rocks from the hotel. Turn left. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the that's the direction. Yeah, that that was that worked out. That worked out beautifully. We want to go <laughs> even, to more shows. Even though we didn't hang out at all, we didn't we didn't hang out that much. It's like we were working there. But I didn't I didn't hang out with anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hung out more Saturday mm-hmm. when everyone started leaving. Yeah, I went to brunch with Melinda and Jen. Yeah, I was one hundred percent peopled out mm-hmm. at the end of the day Friday. Mm-hmm. I was just I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just, Still always surprised at the end of the game each year mm-hmm. about the people who don't know. Yeah. Like this year, there was no Ducati. No Ducati. No BMW. Conspicuously absent BMW. Not even in the demo area. No. Suzuki had no demo area. Which was Suzuki really did weird. not bring their demos. Suzuki, yeah. Suzuki would have had a fucking down payment for me, I suspect, if they had a demo area with a straw mount. I think that's the first time they haven't. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Because they had a giant booth. Yeah. They had, they had a big all booth. the bikes in the booth. Big booth. And that's pretty normal for them. Them, mm-hmm. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, they're pretty consistent. Yeah. But yeah, Suzuki was conspicuously absent from yeah. the demos. Mm. Yeah. Tri- Triumph had like a truck and two motorcycles. Yeah. It looked like they were selling more clothes to me when I walked by it. Yeah. Well, yeah. They were doing the lifestyle thing. Tri- Tri- Triumph is, you know, they're, they're doing a great job at selling to women and couples and, you know, like that. Did you see Touratech? Yeah, no, I don't think I, I saw Twisted Throttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't see Turotech. Didn't see Alt Rider. No, um, I didn't have a, I didn't have as much time to just walk around because we were pretty booked up. Yeah, and yeah, that's think, different than previous. I think, things. I think next year we we go selective on the booking and more attack interviews. This is uh, the first time we really have had that kind of pre-booking for, yeah. for one of these. Yeah. I'm thinking we go light on the booking and we do mostly attack interviews. Now. Eagle rider mm-hmm. didn't have a booth, but they were there. Yeah. And we couldn't, and we they were kind of totally failed to find them. Yeah. They were kind of sharing the booth. They were hanging out in Harley. They were hanging out with Harley. Okay. But they didn't have their own dedicated thing. Gotcha. Show yeah. felt bigger than last year. Well, it's back in Columbus next year, right? It'll be back in Columbus next year. Mm-hmm. IMS is next month in Long Beach. Okay. Usually, Ducati and BMW have a presence there. Okay. Yeah, McLeod was there. I actually we ran into some of their people while we were uh we were poking. Oh, at the and we finally got to solve because we finally got to have video evidence of what I've been saying. It's not no, forever. It's not a no, thing. No, it is a it's thing. It's totally Look not. Look at a thing. everyone that's responded to it on Facebook. Everyone's like, that's creepy. They're like, whatever. No, no one has been whatever. Everyone's like, that's creepy. <laughs> the only t- people who are saying it's not a thing are you and him. <laughs> Because clearly you guys are clone babies from the same alien gamma type. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and his girlfriend said that, but you know, he ate her brain. Yeah. <laughs> she was, she aliens. was like, I don't see it. Cause aliens. She was like, you're fucking nuts. No. Everyone else is, looks at that. Even, you know, I had Ro with me and Ro mm-hmm. was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys were like schoolgirls. It was amazing. And I'm looking over at Liam. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? He's like, I don't well, that's the thing. You were both looking at each other with the exact same face saying, what are they talking about? I don't fucking know. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's weird. You want to get a Coke? 
totally want a Coke. <laughs> How do you feel about tacos? Love tacos. <laughs> it was it was like just a mirror facing each other. I, no. It was amazing. And no. then you both laughed and giggled at the same time. Did not. The same same super didn't smug snickers. <laughs> You know what? I think maybe it's that's what it is. You guys both give off that same aura of smug. <laughs> the smug field around us. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Lee, the Nikon. We finally got to see the Nikon. Yes, person. that was cool. Sit on that. That mm-hmm. was pretty neat. Yeah. That thing was cool. It's cool as shit. And seeing it. in person just makes me even more convinced it needs to transform into it's a robot. It super does. It 100% <laughs> looks like it's going to transform. <laughs> it has to. Absolutely transforms. <laughs> Guaranteed. Real nerds guarantee transform. Not, not a guarantee. Be a robot. Big evil robot. robot. Buy one. Let us ride it. It will be a robot. <laughs> super for realsies. Some artist is going to buy one and turn it into a robot. It's happening. But uh, yeah, you and Lee Park separated at birth. Yeah, whatever, man. You guys should do 23 and me. I bet you show up on each other's page. No. No. <laughs> oh my God, you're doing his face now. <laughs> I'm not doing his face. You're the fuck is his face? That, just, that, <laughs> that grin. The way your cheeks bunch up like that. You see, you're trying. You, <laughs> no, that, that, there. Do it. Fucking God. Oh whatever. my God. I just you're, got you're pull so that, full of it. Pull that picture back up. Oh, it's God. No, it's, even in the thumbnail, you guys look identical in the thumbnail. <laughs> what are you talking about? God, did you even dude. watch the video? I did, and I don't see it at all. That's oh my god! How could you not see that? Like the the one moment is like when the both of us are just like, what the actual fuck is happening here? Like this shared moment of like, what the fuck is going on? There were people standing around in a semicircle looking at you two, convinced you were separated at birth. <sighs> Everyone was waiting for you two to hug and recognize each other. <laughs> Okay, I did see the comment where somebody said, see you at Thanksgiving, Uncle Lee. It's pretty fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) But that is not the case. (laughs) You say that now. No relation. (laughs) All right. We have some listener mail. We got, yeah, we do. Hey, did, I don't think the listeners got to go to No. Well, some did. Yeah, that's true. I I got stopped. Oh, really? The only people who noticed, recognized me were other podcasters. Uh, And they were super excited. And I was feeling like super sick and running like 101 fever at the time. So I was like, oh, Larry was like, are you okay, man? You look like you're about to fall over. I was like, yeah, yeah I kind of am. <laughs> yeah, because near the end of the first day, you're like, oh, I got I was, I was, I was done. I was fucking done. Done. I went home and slept for like 13 hours. Yeah. Larry was like, what's wrong with Todd? I didn't, I didn't eat dinner. Like I sent the family, like, go get shit. Uh, so, yeah. Yes, I was sick as shit. Michael writes, hey, wheel nerds. Hi. I'm Michael Hi. from Columbus, Ohio. We'll probably get to go to AIM next year. I rode an I ride a 1980 GS250T. I will attach a picture for you. I've been listening to you guys for a couple years now. I actually I'm sorry. I actually listened backwards and forwards at the same time. Some of your built-in foreshadowing is a lot more dramatic when I already knew the future <laughs> that your past version of yourselves did not. What? <laughs> probably Buell's blowing up, Strom's dying. Things on fire. Bike hey, you might orders. not know this, Michael, but I was on fire. I'm caught up now and still very much enjoy. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. I still very much enjoy each new episode, especially the two you're trying to wrap your heads around the crazy, crazy classifieds I find out here in the Midwest. And lo, they are. Saw this news from Harley. Thought you might find it interesting. They might branch out from their cruiser-only mentality for a while. I'm also excited for the Indian FTR 1200 to come to market if Polaris keeps its word. Oh, we, it's already we there. We saw some. We saw uh, pre-orders already being taken. Oh, neat. 
I look forward to what you might have to say about these things. Thanks. Love the show. So I was looking forward to seeing them at the Harley Blue yeah, today. I was so too. I was, I was super bummed. Um, he was saying what? 2021. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, 20, so like they're way the fuck yeah. out. Meanwhile, the FTR is going to have time to get through its first gen and really like refine itself. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the Indian FTR with, you know, like a, a big national cycle fairing of some sort on it to like get a little wind off your chest and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, like cool. throw some bags over it. Yeah. Fucking bomber, man. Yeah. Like that bomb bike. That FTR is, that's pretty exciting. Really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. And if it's, and if it's as refined as the rest of the Indians, oh man, that is going to be some shit. Indian is doing some shit. They are, they are coming on strong. Yep. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, what have, what have you learned this week, Chuck? Not to put things around my neck. Well, that, that's a good start. Yeah. I've learned. 46 I've learned, years and here's what here's. Yeah. Right. Right. Good job. Go you. I, I've learned that I really, really like going to shows. It's so much so that I want to go to more shows, Chuck. Okay. I would be happy if you went to more shows. <laughs> yes. That's just because you have a talking robot now. Todd, get him. <laughs> yeah. It's much easier for me to do with my, my anxieties if I can just unleash me. <laughs> Even if you just break the ice, then I can mm-hmm. slide into a conversation. Mm-hmm. That, that's yep. easier. Well, that's all we got. Time that's for. all we got time for. This week. <laughs> Did you forget? I forgot. <laughs> uh, I was just joking. Line. <laughs> well, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801 917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.